Welcome to another episode of Teachers in the Dungeon. Join hosts Tom and Dan as they break down the campaigns they create and play, sharing memorable successes and unforgettable failures of players and the DM, as well as discussing a variety of D&D-related topics. So, grab your dice and grab some fun. It's time for Teachers in the Dungeon. Yo ho ho, it's time to go back to the dungeon far below. There's arriving time to die. Nana love to watch them cry. Grab some dice. Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom Gross with Dan Ream. Good evening. And we have. Good evening. Yeah, you might be listening at night, you might be listening in the morning, but I guess if Dan says good evening, you better stop and turn it on tonight. Yes. <laughs> we have a special episode uh, today, actually, probably a couple episodes here, and we have some special guests tonight to continue our adventure of the Tieflings. Jacks. joining us today, we have Chris Metz who plays Rix, and Mark Kugler, who plays Derishle, to sort of break things down because, quite frankly, I wasn't here for these, <laughs> for, for a couple of these episodes for various reasons. And we so, should mention our audience members. We've got Caleb here, who will oh. be joining, is joined with us now, but at this point had not yet joined. So. That's right. That's right. So welcome, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. That was our audience member. Our well audience done. member. So, where we last left off with the Tieflings Jacks, we were in a heated battle, and I can't remember the, the creature that we were fighting, but this is, it's just to, to give you the, the main piece of how it all concluded, is Kersis jumped into the portal that was created by... We don't know. No, but it was, it was suggested to you that this was a portal... Actually, you thought it was the followers of Orcus that had done this. Okay, right. And Connor revealed his trickery at that point sort of yes he was definitely not what he appeared yeah okay gave you a few <clears throat> odd clues and then he too sauntered through the portal right and so we moved on uh from this location a little shocked and dismayed at, at what exactly had happened and we headed back to the ship um, at this point what did you guys think was going on with Kerasus? Well, I can say that Richley thought that Kersis was compelled to jump through. He didn't just do it of his own volition. It was kind of a, something forced him to go through that. That's what Boron thought as well, that, that he wasn't of his right mind. Yeah. And, uh, well, Rick's, the, and before we went to the bottom level, Rick stopped Kersis and made Kersis promise that he was not going through the portal. So Rick's at this point is just he's angry he feels double crossed um i remember like having a wild shape left and as we come out to the ship why i he, uh rick's wild shapes into a, a giant alligator and just swims out to the ship he's like so mad so I had, like visions of like the crocodile from peter pan and just being like angry <laughs> snapping <laughs> so we ha- we get to the ship 
And it's at this point, Borm decides uh, he wants to just stick on the ship for a while, work on his cooking and his his uh, skills of of that sort as you guys continued the adventure. And this became sort of a convenient way for us to yeah. be able to explain the absence of a character if a player was not at the table. And we went through, this was a period where we had trouble getting everybody together, mm-hmm. so yeah. there was usually someone absent. So they just stayed on the ship whenever That's right. that happened. That's right. So, as far as I remember, you've got Alanx, the helpful drow, still ca- not captaining the ship, but sort of in charge of it when you folks aren't there. And he suggests maybe going to deliver the goods to a trading city called Yechels that he said was not too far away. And so we set off. And it was an almost uneventful journey. Uh, we did have a little trouble with the Hydra. Yeah. As a DM, I was thoroughly disappointed. I expected this to be way harder than it was for you guys. You figured out... Again, it worked out. It was not... I don't think it was metagaming on your part, but you figured out real quickly that the fire was an effect, an essential element of defeating the Hydra. Yeah. And, and Rix, it bothered Rix, at least at yeah. first. Well, so. it, this, this right? the, the, lo- the lesser bowler that we had just fought was the first time Rix was ever dealt fire damage and so he had realized he had been afraid of fire afraid of fire afraid of fire and then all of a sudden oh i'm a tiefling this doesn't actually hurt me and so this for the first time civ is it's okay civ go ahead use your fire this seems to be working <laughs> so you you uh worked very well as a team were able to take out the hydra without too much trouble and i don't think too much else happened on the way to the city no, it was pretty uneventful other than that. that I don't even remember that battle being terribly difficult. Um, I, so. no. Only thing I remember is maybe Apple Fats, like, feet were in the fire a little bit, or he was hurt, or, or some, oh, I think some member fell, dropped, because I know I used a healing kit on him. But Yeah, he went down hard. That was, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I was hoping to at least get a little pathos and have you guys lose a couple crew members, but uh, Rex was there to save the day, so... A very different side of Rex. We don't usually see a, a and, and humanitarian. The, yeah, and on that, um, it, yeah, and I, I feel like that that last part of the adventure kind of had shifted some things for Rex because now, like, I remember some of the things that the that the um, that the members of the temple or, um, had talked about with death, and he was like thinking back to like when he was captured, mm-hmm. and like it kind of started shifting some things, and and then Karsis, he felt like double crossed, and I was. It, very distracted and as a player Dan had kind of let me loose and said hey you know looking through that portal Rix might be the only one who knows like what those silvery towers are and the um and the silvery land where Kersis went home to because Connor had told us that like well I'm just taking him to his long lost family on my end I'm doing like these these dives into the lore, into the wiki pages, and going, oh, there's a link here. Let's read this. There's a link here. <laughs> and, like, going down these rabbit holes and going, like, oh, that's not it. But I, I had felt like maybe I had, like, finally started making some of these connections, and I, Rick's kind of new, and I'm not sure anybody else did. And I felt like I, I had thrown those out purposely to see if you guys would pick up, and I don't think it wasn't, for whatever reason, I don't... Mm-hmm. Did, did the rest of you pay much attention to those... I don't think Borum caught on to that. And then the drawing the lines like started making sense now that there's more than three or four places. Now there's a fifth location. Now they're like, 
And then, so I started feeling like, okay, my original idea, my original thought, finally, with these puzzles, all right, I think I actually know. Did you want to tell now what you thought? Well, um, the line that mattered, as the math teacher, right? Draw the lines, draw them all, um, meet where they meet, because there you fall. And so, at first, we only had like three or four locations, and, and that didn't make sense, right? You draw those two lines, you're like, okay, it's a system of equations, which I teach to my math two kids at the very beginning of the year. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't believe that that's actually where we're going. But we start getting like, okay, now, now some of these things were further south. We just, now it's starting to make more sense. And I, I, I felt like I didn't have quite enough information, but I knew as soon as I get that information, I know where we're going. Now you're talking about points on a map. For everybody listening, yeah. what, what were those points in the map that you were building off of? So every time we um, met a demon or fought a demon or... Um, like those are now starting to, we're realizing those are ancient elven ruins. Okay. Or we're starting to find these. So now it's like, oh, we're going to, Alinx is a, a port. And maybe it's got some elven ruins we can go check out. <clears throat> okay. Right. An ancient part of that island. Cool. All right. Let's go there next. Mm -hmm. What about Rix's theorizing on Connor? Do you want to, um, what was he thinking? So, so the biggest, the biggest thing um, is, um, I, I wasn't sure at this point, but the green eyes led me to specifically, I, I'm thinking now, oh, and he had said something about he likes to mess with Orcus. And so in some of my diving, I was like, maybe this is grassed. And I hadn't locked it in yet, but like, it, it's getting there, right? Like, I was like, I'm 90% sure I'm not willing to say anything, but I think I know. That was one of the yeah. That was one of the things is I wanted uh, listeners to guess who that color was based on yeah. The clues that... And and he kept calling his son calls himself the lion, and so I did a lot of deep diving on like the Lumia, or is that how you pronounce Lamia. it? Lamia. Lamia. I'm not even sure, but L A I L A M I A. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right. So and then the Bodax were also found a lot in the wiki with Grast, and I'm like, oh, we fought Bodax. So those two things and the green eyes, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure, like, if I found one more piece, like, I think I got one. So we do end up, and this is where I geeked out being a geography teacher when I drew the map for this city, um, made it sort of like Venice. And again, Venice actually a little more compact, but it does have sort of a ring of, like, almost barrier aisles that protect it in the lagoon, so I, I sort of went a little crazy with that and then generated the city. I learned my lesson. I did not try to fill every single street with, with, <laughs> with, with uh, shops or just buildings that you had to ask about, and I'd have to invent on the, the, on the drop of a hat. But I did come up with the notion that it's a stratified society. The islands are generally lower class, middle class, upper class, whatever, and to sort of keep people in their place, you do have to pay a toll to get over the bridges. So the poor people are not going to be able to move around very freely. And so you end up in this fairly extensive port city, this trading city. And Borum is still on the ship, so yep. the rest of you disembark. And what's the first plot thread you remember picking up at that point? Well, I don't know if I remember. I think we got off there, and I think there were a couple members of the party that were looking for something or trying to do something and they were going to go check out the 
bars and pubs and shops and things like that. And Durishle, just being who he is, I don't think he really felt like doing any of that stuff. So I know <laughs> I went across the bridge over into the Temple District mm-hmm. to check those out. I, because I know when we got off there, there were several things we saw. But right. what I remember seeing more and hearing about, there were spiders attacking people in the south, and then all these people in the city were wearing these spider cloaks. So they all appeared to be these upper-class people wearing these spider cloaks, and Durishle not being a big fan of the drow and all of their spider things, decided he wanted to go check out the temples and see what was there. Something to do with the spiders. And Rix was very much like, I, I feel like, and maybe, maybe this is me just remembering it wrong, but like Siv had no patron at this point. He was kind of lost. I feel like I, Zedai might still have been looking for armor, right? And, <laughs> and <laughs> Rix was like, yeah. been there, done that. You want to go shopping? I, I'm, yeah. I'm not paying a toll to go to the lower <laughs> class part of town, right? I'm not going to pay to go slum it. Rick's like, standards. That's right, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so I think, yeah, and, um, I, I, so I ended up with Durishlay making sure that he didn't wander off by himself is, I think, kind of how we split off. Okay, yeah. So um, if I'm understanding right, I have a little diagram here of your recap when I rejoined. As I'm trying to visualize this city, there were three islands that made up the city. A lot more than that. Oh, okay. But mm-hmm. what I have is that one is a uh, like a working-class market area, and then there's a bridge to a temple island, and then there's another bridge to a more wealthy Mm-hmm. part and of those the are, city and those yeah. are the three core yeah, you didn't do much with the other there wasn't much to be done right okay so that's mm-hmm. so when so where we landed was in more of the market area the mm-hmm. our ship mm-hmm. is yeah. there and so you crossed the bridge uh, you being uh Drish Lake, Drish Lake. crossed the bridge <laughs> yeah. to the temple and and yeah. rex came along with yeah okay seven so they uh, yeah i don't know what they did for sure they, i think did they I don't know if they, it doesn't seem very much in character for them to bar hop, but I almost kind of think that's what they started doing by the... That, well, that they later. they were, they're originally looking for their, for shops, right? I think we were, we had this boat that was filled with wares that mm-hmm. we knew we were going to be able to trade, you know, so we knew we had some, like, working cash if, you know, if we were looking for magic sores, we're looking for, like, upgraded gear as we're going further and further in this adventure, that might have been kind of where they... I don't remember if uh, Alanx knew or if someone had told us, like, we don't know that Alanx is very welcome wandering around as a drow because of the war that's going on further south. He was... Well, I, I, I don't know. I know I have that... Somewhere in one of the taverns he went to, the barmaid addressed him as my lord. Oh. Somebody knew him. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. in their adventures, I know that they were kind of it noticed a someone taking notice, people taking notice of them, mm-hmm. yes. a woman in particular. Yeah. So I, I guess from that point, then that's when you decided to that Durishly decided to go to the yeah. Then we island. we were probably all there for those kinds of things when they were kind of looking around and we <clears> noticed <throat> how Alings got mm-hmm. addressed and that Zedi and. Civ were charmed kind of by that. Oh, yes, you did have quite a few odd occurrences. Yeah, and... The barmaid charmed them, which which was, from the DM standpoint, not what I expected. My intention was 
for Dirichlet to be yanked totally out of character <laughs> by being charmed by this woman. And because it was a charisma save. It was. And, yeah. and Zedai has massively high charisma, yeah. but he biffed the role. And right. somehow I which, rolled really which, well. Most most <laughs> bad rolls start with, well, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, pl- I had fun playing that up, actually. I Just little things like, well, she leans forward over the over the bar and talks to Zedai. And, and to, to Danzer's credit, he played it to the hilt. Yeah. He, he, he was very invested. I, I was a little worried that that would be too much against the grain for Zedai, and he would have resisted, but he didn't. He jumped right he in. Great. And, nice. And uh, played that and about got in a fight with you, or he was he was a little jealous and upset. Maybe Siv even. Maybe. It was, yeah, maybe. I think it was Siv and yeah. him because she charmed him both. Both. And yeah. both charisma guys. Yeah. And both <laughs> charmed. Yeah. And the two of us are sitting here going, oh, come on. This is. <laughs> <laughs> and I did homebrew it. It wasn't so much that she cast a spell. It was more of an innate part of who she was mm. as a creature or whatever. Well, I guess speaking of charms, let's take a break and see if we can charm some people with a little uh, advertisement break. And we will be... <laughs> <laughs> that and was so, a stretch. And so <laughs> that was a stretch. All right. Well, we'll just take the break anyway. And uh, we'll be right back on Teachers in the Dungeon. And we're back, Teachers in the Dungeon. We've got the whole, almost the whole crew here. We have Ricks, played by Chris Metz, and Derishley, Marcus Kugler. We have, well, there's no Kersis, but uh, Dan Reem, you're here. And Borm uh, <laughs> is on the ship, but I'm here. We are in the, the city of... Yeah, well, again, this is just me being stupid with my... Linguistics. Yehelst. Yehelst. Okay. And uh, Russian, Slavic based. Very good. You guys are kind of exploring the city. We're dealing with some charms. Where do you head from there? Well, with Zedai and Siv being smitten with the barmaid, I take off. Traditionally, he just takes off. Um, And Rix and Rix is coming along with and cross the bridge and go over into the. uh, Temple District, part of the city. So, we, did we, you remember the name of the? Because you do eventually find out what's going on with these people with the, the kind of the, the clothing that's sort of spiderweb inspired. Yeah. yeah, so we come across some um, some kind of once we've come across before. There's the Temple of Abadar and the Temple of Alceta, and then Rix takes uh, a special notice of um, the Temple of Joaquin. Because there's some history there with Graz. And then there's a couple other ones um, that we're not so uh, so used to. But the newest one, built very recently, it's very simple. It's uh, Temple to the Lady of the Webs. Right? And so we start making that connection. And I believe that's the closest to that that next bridge, if I'm remembering right. And so that's the so. furthest up the Temple District. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we went by all of them. And I even have noted that. As we went by, the uh, Temple of Alceta had been desecrated at some point in time. Doors broken, something of that nature. Yeah, we went to the Lady of... And I think we spent most of the rest of that session kind of at the Lady of the Temple of the Lady of the Webs. Yep. At least that's what I have. We made a brief stop at the Temple of Abadar, because mm, that's where yeah. our, our gems were kept. Felt very... Uh, well, Rick's did. Felt very embarrassed that he didn't really understand how the temple worked, and... 
and the fact that the, those gems are not something we can access, right? Long shot, but we're hoping, <laughs> right? Um, uh, we stopped briefly at the... Uh, you could have, it just would have been it's sort of like wiring money through Western Union. It would have been quite expensive to... Hmm. Uh, we stopped at the Temple of Joaquin, and I, I think that, that kind of verified some of the things that we learned there, verified that, yep, I'm, I'm confident now we're, we're dealing with Grazd because, they're, because of the fact that, they're, that Joaquin had been taken by a demon. And, but he's like, oh, that's just a story, that's a line. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, okay, so I know who the bad, big bad is now. Yeah, and you would have told, you told Jerishley at some point in time that's who you thought, because yeah. I, I don't know if you'd mentioned that to everybody, but right. Well, maybe in you know this, it's certainly around that time during mm -hmm. this, this if not before, we're talking. They're certainly talking about all I know about the temple district and the thing, you know, and talking about what we remember about El Seta. We're actually kind of shopping Siv around a little bit while we're up here um, because he's without a patron. He had kind of stepped away from the, the Raven Queen and kind of it's kind of became official, you know, kind of in those last adventures. So we're kind of like, you know, shopping around. He needs a patron, right? Rick's isn't above that. Um, How'd that work out? Well, <laughs> I don't think he closed the deal. No, I don't no. think so either. <laughs> So then you decided, did everybody come with you then? I think they did, didn't they, when you were going to try to go over to... Well, that was, yeah, that was, that was, I think, the next session that's okay. what I have. Because, yeah, we just kind of were there, yeah. and we went into, we went into the Temple of the Lady of the Webs, and, uh, and it we, was strange, it was new, and yeah. but very bland, and not offensive to anybody, is kind of what I have down. Mm -hmm. um, Wait a minute. We met Clara. Yep, an acolyte. Mm -hmm. And talked a lot to her, trying to, you know, see if Siv was a good fit or or whatever, however you want to, uh, whatever angle we were playing at the time. Yeah, and she got, she was pretty, we asked a lot of questions and she was pretty uh, patient with us until we started asking, or at least I did. I asked about the, uh, the rich ladies and their dress and things like that and she at least had a, Flash of impatience and, we, and anger and this, there. This was now, we're starting to see some consistency. I think at this point, there were some rich people in some of those bars. We kind of noticed uh, wearing their, their jewelry or their bracelets. Um, and we had noticed, then again, this kind of verified, hey, this is something that's pretty consistent in town, that they all have these bracelets. Mm -hmm. Well, we've made any connections, I'm not sure, but we, we at least noticed some consistency yeah. there. And then, and then, then, I think we moved. Then we went back. Yeah. And found everybody else. I think Borum was still on the ship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think we went to the bridge. And had you been warned, or you just went? We we had some some warnings, some hearsay, some like oh people that go across the bridge are like never seen again, or or, or things like that. Yeah, but nobody gave us any credible information. I don't know. Yeah. I, or, you know, this is what happens when they go across right. the bridge or anything like that. There was nothing. It was, you just don't do it more. Yeah. That's what you do. And Drishle, I'm not sure that he believed that, right? He's like, you just don't do it? I might do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Let's see, yeah. if, the, let's see if the guards stop me. Yeah. So you get there. Yeah. And then so we have uh, Siv and uh, Zedai in tow now, right? Um, 
old bands back together. Yeah, and we, and we get there, and, and the guards don't actually seem to be really guarding anything. No, they're just kind of standing there, not really doing much. Un- people are very unmolested across the bridge. Yeah. And is, is that the rich lady's just going to go? Yeah, I think that's where it was. I was just kind of going back through. It looks like we must have stopped in the temples again on our way there Maybe. at that time. Sure. But, yeah, I think I was... We are just... Or I can go, or did we talk somebody, one of the other, send it trying to go across? I, I'm not sure. I'm if not we sure talked Zedai into going... Or yeah, he might have gone. <laughs> well, cool, do it! <laughs> <laughs> we may have tried to talk one of them into it. Yeah. But, anyway, somebody was going to go across, and... Uh, started, and then... Yeah, then... Yeah, there was a, uh, a a girl, or they did something, or was it we warned, or we were warned by the guards, or something, oh. We had quite a bit of banter back and with forth. The guards, with the guards, and they just kind of told us, yeah, go ahead and try it. Yeah, we dare you. Double dare Yeah. And then a little girl kind of stepped out of the crowd and said. Yeah, got our attention somehow. Yeah. And said, don't do it. Don't do it. And then, I, I'm, I don't remember how I played it, but what... How did you, did she say something more to you about come with me, or? I think it was more of a uh, reference to something we had done, some something we had seen with, because it turns out that it was our taxes, and I think right. it, he made a reference to something we had seen yeah. before, right. or something he had called one yeah. of us, or it, something yeah. like that. Yeah, our, our taxes it often refers to Ricks as, as like brother, or mm-hmm. like some sort of connection or cousin mm-hmm. or like you know and so this little girl you know references you know this tiefling as like you know as oh brother don't do that and and immediately i'm like oh all right <laughs> yeah right we have been tricked i i had actually been kind of thinking this whole time that the at the last session like oh that's our taxes he's that 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 barmaid yeah. that's you know, because he can ch- charm people. I'm like, oh, he was doing it to us just to mess with, mess with everybody. Having a lot of fun with Zedai. So I thought, <laughs> like, I thought it was him or I thought it was somebody like him already. So he says that, and I'm like, oh, all right. So, yes, the There's some more information coming. Yeah. Reappears. And then he tells us to m- meet him somewhere. I forget, I forget exactly where, but later. He picked another... Tavern. Oh, yeah. the, the rough and tumble one. I had I was gonna oh, say yeah. I forget which name it was, but I had a lot of fun naming these. There was the Jungle Brew, there was Masha's Pit. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the <laughs> one. I think that's the one. Yeah, that's what it really yeah. might, Na- might have been the nasty gnome. Both oh, it might have been the G. I think we might have <laughs> been both of those. <laughs> <laughs> the nasty gnome with G's. <laughs> so you, I mean, this guy oh, yeah, was. We went to one of those and. Wasn't there fighting and yep. all like brawl? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Zed I got Zed beat I got... down, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was another thing. As a DM, I set it up and I just thought, oh, you know, you guys will be sensible. And... <laughs> nope. And I thought, well, all right, we'll just we'll just run it. I mean, this is gonna look really bad if Zed I comes in and just mangles a patron, but it didn't end up that way. No. The dice were not in his favor. We meet with our taxes. Our taxes is for the first time, to me at least, as Rick's is like, our taxes is finally like telling us just openly. He was like so reserved before. She's like, here's what I've been doing. I actually went and 
you know, fought this other demon, and he gives another location on the map, <laughs> and he's... So did we, did we sort through the actual relation and backstory? Did we talk about that as far as who Artaxis or what he is? He's a cambion, which means he's mm-hmm. half devil, mm-hmm. and so devils and demons are mortal enemies. Yeah, right. What turned out, he's not necessarily a friend of yours, but he's the enemy of your enemy. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Which is why he's come along with us and aided us along the way. Right. Not because he's you know, pals with us, but well, he sees the direction we're headed. Right, and, and we, got a, we have a deal. Yeah. Right? Uh, we have a lot. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, there there's a lot of back and forth that's happening in in right you know in this part of the story where Zedai is like, listen, man, you you always a debt, and for whatever reason, it finally just starts rubbing Rick's the wrong way. He's like, man, are you ever gonna let this guy just be done, <laughs> right? And and Rick's is thinking about like the same thing, right? Like, get me my freedom back. All of this never ending. Are these demons ever going to stop? Right? Am I ever going to be done? So what information does he give you? Because he does kind of start to then, I think, on... I know that he at least tells us about the ruins over on the other island. Yes, the island. Where we have to get to. Thornic was the name of that island. That's the wealthy island. Right. Okay. And he lets us know about the bracelets that you have to have on in order to get... And he has onto the island. He has one, I think, and we need a couple more. Yeah, we need a couple numbers more. Numbers-wise. Yes, so that that's, again, the homebrew part of it, I decided that the wealthy wanted to be extra sure that they didn't have to worry about any of the lesser folks infiltrating the island, so they hired a group of wizards to create essentially a, like a, what's the, what's the spell, the impassable wall or whatever it's called, mm-hmm but sort of on an island-wide level that gets triggered if anybody comes on that does not have a bracelet, the right kind of bracelet. And those are sort of soldered onto a person so they don't come off. I thought what you said is that they went, you could put them on and off because they were kind of magical because you could put them on or off, but you couldn't take one off of somebody. Um, Easy. Okay, I seem to so remember something like that. Yeah. So the only way, to, yeah, so essentially the only way to yeah. take one off is to... Cut hey, someone's arm off. Cut one off. Chop the hand off. Yeah. Yes, and so the ruins were high elven ruins. So <laughs> your, your thought was uh, confirmed. Yeah. Um, and then you get asked for help by one of the priests of Alceda, I believe, mm-hmm. yeah. um, to rescue someone who's been Yeah, our abducted. friend Our friend was from the road, got yeah. abducted. Yeah, the bard. Bard. the bard. So yeah, um, in our conversations, they say Alayathan, and I look yeah. around for Tom. Like, oh poor <laughs> him. He's gonna be. Oh, he would be. Yep. He would be. <laughs> I wasn't there. Uh, squirming in his seat <laughs> to know that he's back in the story. <laughs> and and so those, but those sort of dovetail because it's he's being held at the same place that Artaxis is telling you mm-hmm. we need to go and yeah, shut and, down another portal. And in, in our conversations with um, with the people of Alceta, they, they say something that clicks for the first time. They say, we control doors to everywhere. And I'm like, oh my, like, like to have known that mm-hmm. a year ago in the story. <laughs> <laughs> could have made it. Oh my yeah. goodness, you know. So they agree to get you in 
to the but if the island, but we have to get but you do need bracelets. But we do need bracelets. So yes. we decide that um, we'll go to the temple with the Lady of the Webs. Our taxes and Ricks are going in. They're gonna acquire some bracelets. <laughs> this got interesting for me as a DM because I'm like Ricks is actually siding with the other mm-hmm. half devil. Yeah, and, yeah, Rick said, I, I, I won't make no bones about it. I'm, I'm letting him be kind of like, like, um, I'm moving to that side. He is still angry with Kersis. He's still distracted by all this stuff. And it was like, I would always tell, well, I tell Theo, like, Rick is a bad guy who's trying to be good, right? And so in this moment, he was just kind of like, this is kind of him refinding where he used to be, even though he's been trying for a long time mm-hmm. to not be that guy. And it was kind of the first time I just let him be who, like, I think of him as, like, the old guy, right? The original backstory Ricks. And mm-hmm. so we go in guns blazing and... Yeah, and I'm there, and, and Zedai's there. And Zedai, did, did Siv go in with you? Is he there? Siv, Siv may have went in. I think he went in. I don't think the other two of you went no, in. No, I didn't go... I, Drishley's not just, he doesn't want to go and just kill people willy-nilly, but he was at the point where he wanted to get Karis' back. So he looks at this, and that's the only way you're going to do it, and he's not going to, he's not going to stop. He wasn't going to stop our taxes or you or anybody else from going in and getting what we needed to have in order to go. So the plan was to kill people to get the bracelets, or you were going to spare them and just cut their hands off? I am more than happy to just mess up the temple. Of the and part of that was oh, oh, wow. that, yes, this was a cover for Lolth, so yeah, yeah. And, oh, okay. and I was perfectly okay with because of knowing <clears throat> that I was like not gonna be. And so, I, I think the first thing that happened is I, you know, shoot a lightning, you know, shoot lightning across and light the altar on fire. And <laughs> yeah, oh. weren't you gonna, weren't you trying to, you know, maybe actually talk them into trying to just give us the bracelets or maybe, something like that? Maybe, or we um, had talked to some people and yeah. it didn't work, and we're out. Rex was just done. And poor like, Zedai's uh, running around trying to. Well, no, Zed, no, dude, no, don't and Zed, them, don't Zed, Zed is outside. He, yeah. he, he would not go in. Yeah. Um, and I stayed he, outside because I was not going to let anybody. He did go in eventually, though. Did he? Yes, because well, he. Mm-hmm. He wanted to rescue the... There was a, a victim on the altar when you went back. Oh, yeah. I, I stayed outside because I wasn't going to let anybody try to get out the door to uh, right. go warn any of people. Watch. Yeah. And then, of course, because so. I can never just make it straight ahead. When Zedai tries to free the victim, she turns on the accent yeah. because it's she's willing. Right? Oh. And so yeah. she's mad that they're messing up her... Yeah. Whatever and she's trying to... And at, and at some point in the fight, there's, there's spiders being... You know, summoned, summoned and, yeah. and my wild magic goes off. And now, <laughs> at the end of every turn, I disappear or far step or something. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but the good part about that is the spiders can't get me; they're attacking everybody else. And somehow, <laughs> the people like burned up. <laughs> I, I don't, ex- I don't remember exactly what well, happened. Our taxes, but our taxes was, was, just yeah, them people. Up, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good time for another. So yeah, I was gonna say before we get the conclusion of what happens as you're taking down the lady of the temple of the webs, the lady of webs. Let's take another break. Let us process this a little bit. What's going on? A lot of mayhem and chaos. In the attempt to gain a couple of bracelets to cross the bridge. Do these adventurers have a plan at all, or are they making this up as they go along? How can they desecrate temples and trust a devilish cameo and still believe that they can succeed in this desperate quest? How can they? Be- 
possibly hope to save this captured bard from the bloodthirsty drow. up today's session so thank you for listening to teachers in the dungeon we appreciate you and your feedback until the next time we see you in the dungeon we hope you roll high on those saving throws if you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure subscribe to the podcast have questions thoughts or ideas check the show notes for our website and our contact information This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.